Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Two Tank Culture Podcast 2.0. I am G. And I'm Donna. And I know you've been waiting to see who the third guest is. I mean, guest host. Hold on. <laughs> so, our new host is not Dom. It is no. Hector, <laughs> a.k.a. Dioka. He said he didn't like that. We'll roll with it for now. Okay, all right. We're work in progress. We need to add that fight. I couldn't what find happened? a good one. I couldn't find a good one. It's okay. We'll figure it out. What is it? <laughs> Q-Bert, come on. That? Anyways. Yes, Hector is our new host. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself, sir? Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. My name's Hector. Hi, Hector. I'm Joker. <laughs> I'll be the third personality on the show with these wonderful people that I happen to love a lot. And I thank we you. We love you too. We love you too. Yes, we do. So let's get it going. So quick catch up new for our existing listeners. It's been 18 months since we've been on, since we had our last episode. Has it really been that long? Yes. God, it was October. I did the math. It's like 17. Months. 17. That's like saying how old the baby is. Oh, he's 37 <laughs> months. It's easier to say than a year and months. a year and five months and three weeks and seven days, 37 minutes and no one's six, six times. No yeah. one's Nobody's counting. Most importantly, we got the voice of God in the background with us again. Yes. Yeah. Can you guys uh, do me a favor, Don and Hector? Talk into the mic. Thanks. Yes, please. Can we what? Talk in the mic. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah lean course. into it. Yeah. I know it's been a while. Hector, so. Hector, grip that thing. Grip it and rip it. Just grab it like it was last night. Yeah, don't yeah, don't be afraid. I, I know you. Look, you got some hands on you, so I can see you grabbing so, some things. Yeah, so why it's 2.0 and not just regular 210 cultures? Obviously, the lineup has changed. Of course, Dom is now running Domination on Thursdays, so we got somebody to bring more entertainment, more laughs, and brighten up the show production because I've been out of this and rusty, so we have to bring a professional in. <laughs> Something like that. So, I've been told before. So just to get some things out of the way, that way you understand when we tell our stories and you're kind of like, don't make sense for those who know us, as before. And 210 Culture originally, me and Donna were married. 210 Culture 2.0, we are no longer married. So That's a 2.0, guys. That is why we're 2.0 now. No, so that when you understand the stories, when I say she or she says he or starts throwing other names, then you're like, what the hell? That's why. So we leave it at that and we're done with that. But... We're back here for your fun and entertainment because we love this and I missed it. It's, it was rough, you know, having everybody be like, when y'all coming back? And I had no answer. Um, again, thank you, Chase, for fucking us up to begin with because me moving to nights is why we had to change. Yeah. Um, but thanks for <clears throat> football having an off season. Our Sunday spot opened back up. So now we're here on Sundays. So we're going to do this until football season starts when the show comes back on. And then from there, we'll figure it out. But the truth of the matter is, is that we got a big contract from Jeff and now we're back. Right. Dang, yeah. Contract. We're getting okay. paid for this. So I just wanna I just wanna <laughs> point out that you're welcome to all these motherfuckers who are on this platform with the new chairs. Okay. I bitched so much about these fucking chairs. And I'm very happy that I get to sit my ass on one every Sunday until August. Thank you very much. Of course. Shout out to Southtown one oh one for having us here to begin with. Um Home of some delicious food. I'm snacking on some cheese fries because I have not eaten. Mm-hmm. And I am drinking. Yeah. We, so can, we can hear every bite. I promise you. All right. Well, I'm trying not to chew onto the mic. but <laughs> We know. We all fucking know you're eating. But, I mean, I can't drink on an empty stomach. So. Yes, you can. You That's can, how it's but cheaper. it's not going to be nice. Yeah, it's not. I still got things to do after this. I got to go finish cleaning my room. Um, which is pretty much what I did all weekend. I just cleaned my room. Is wow. it full of uh, empty candy wrappers? Funny <laughs> On the side leaning to the bed, it was, yes. <laughs> got it. But now I got all the all the kids' toys out of the room, so 
<clears throat> it's nice. My room's nice now. But wow. So we're gonna change it up. So I did forget the candy, but I couldn't find it. It's in my trunk somewhere. Wow. Really? So next week I'll have sour candy for us to try. What was the point of you cleaning your fucking room then? Because it wasn't in my car. Are you selling <laughs> that dollar chocolate? Because I'll buy a whole box. No. Oh, the world's finest? Yes. Oh, I love that shit. The that almonds? Is the best. The yeah, almonds, almonds, almonds yeah. and the wafers. Crispy crunch, whatever. Yes. Just bring it. OG. So since I just cleaned all weekend, what did y'all guys do over the weekend? Nothing. I'm fucking broke. I'm a broke, I'm a broke bitch. You're so broke you can't pay attention. No, it's all I right. can't. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> the Oka over here went everywhere and shit. Yes, I was. Uh, Into the fake 956. I was invited to Laredo's version of the rodeo. It's called Life Downs. It was amazing. Friday night they had country night, so they had John Michael Montgomery. And I kind of like the fact that all these singers are coming out of nowhere or back from the past, and they're all heavy set. So I feel like I'm fitting <laughs> right in. I might actually just start a singing career after the show. Um, but yeah, we enjoyed Friday night. Uh, Saturday night, we had a great dinner at La Republica, which I highly recommend in Laredo. And it's on the north side of Laredo, so be prepared to pay some top dollar. But it's fantastic food, fantastic service. We went to a couple of bars. Uh, totally different vibe from San Antonio, but it was fun. I didn't drive over to San Antonio hungover, thank God. And I did eat Taco Palenque. Shout out to Taco Palenque. Oh, fuck yeah. That is the best, the best best. fajita tacos you'll ever have in your life. They are kind of pricey, but they're fucking worth it. They're worth it and they're packed packed, full of meat. Yes. Donna knows a lot about meat. meat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I schlank meat all the fucking time. I know what I'm talking about. Kielbasa loves her. (laughs) Yes. But for legal reasons, it's not kielbasa. It's, no, it's, it's Eckridge. Shout out Eckridge. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Eckridge with the little nasty ass uh, weenie. Chorizote. Pinche weenie. <laughs> I love pinche weenie. We all know, Dana. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> all right. All right. <clears throat> all right. So we're going to jump into some topics here, get it going. So first off, actually, I'm going to start with Hector's favorite one first. Oh, I'm going to do this backwards. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So we're going to start with thousands of nurses obtained fake diplomas and provided care without proper training. More than 2,000. You can't even read. I was going right. to say, I don't know why I'm reading this. Me and Jose know I can't do this. I have not, I have not learned how to read since okay. last show. So, yes, more than two dozen people have been charged in connection with fake nursing diplomas being sold to buyers who then use their credentials to obtain nursing licenses and jobs in healthcare settings across the country. It says over 7,600 fake diplomas were issued by three South Florida nursing schools, which have since closed. So it's uh, Siena College, Sacred Heart International Institute, and Palm Beach School of Nursing. It says those charged include administrators and affiliates of the schools and Nursing Test Prep Act academies in other states that required candidates to buy the fake diplomas. It says buyers paid between 10 to 15 K to obtain diplomas and transcripts indicating that they learn that they earn legitimate degrees. That's fucking scary as fuck. First of all, second of all, of course it's in Florida. Why wouldn't it be in Florida? Yeah. You know what? That, that doesn't surprise me. I think Florida's crazy state.com. Everything crazy, <laughs> crazy happening in the country com. is in Florida. But yet all the old people retire there. I don't know how that works. That's why. They're the crazy ones running the show. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this shit. It's Florida and Texas. Us both. We feel like we're competing against each so, other. It's fucking stupid. So you're telling me for like, what, like 10, 12 grand, you can go to Florida, be a hoe, get a BBL, and then leave with a nursing degree. <laughs> correct. That is correct. That is correct. Hmm. No so, wonder it's getting popular. Yeah, of course. It, it, it's it's a cool thing oh the cool kids gosh. are doing now. Yeah. If I would have known, I could have gotten been in there. Damn. I would've... And a BBL? You could have gotten a BBL too? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of Donkey Kong. <laughs> so with that being that's your, said. That's your favorite? That's my favorite character, Donkey Kong. He jumped like, over the barrels. I would have liked to have been part of the scam because then you could be telling them how bad do you want that degree. Do what? I said, I would have wanted to work there though. I could have been like, well, how bad do you want that degree? <clears throat> Very nice. Not yeah, that but it said that the people obtaining the degree, I don't think they got charged. I think it was all the administrators and the affiliates of the schools that got charged. I think it was about 25, 26 people, but not the actual motherfuckers that knew 
what they were getting themselves into and got this fucking degree. Imagine during the fucking, right, during the fucking pandemic. I'm sure this this is when it happened. <laughs> They're on the... There's a bunch of fucking nurses that didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Which reminds me of my, when I went to the dentist recently, <clears throat> um, which is probably what I'm picturing what's happening at the time. So I went and they're like, oh, you got, I forgot what this I had. And I was like, oh, okay, so what does that mean? And he's like, here you go, watch this. And he has you the iPad. Shut the fuck up. And like, up. I'm looking at the iPad and they're like, I'm done. And then like, I turn around, I'm like, okay. And he's gone. Come back next week. And he, and he never came back. The, the assistant was like, okay, so you ready to do this? It's like five grand. And I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna do it when the guy's just giving me an iPad to tell me this is what's wrong. <laughs> so, I picture that when they're like, yeah, I like, got a cough. Shit. Like I feel like idiocracy, and the lady in the front, and he's like, my head, like I don't know, and has like all the different things, and it's like my head hurts and like baby. It was WebMD. Yeah, just like WebMD that. They're like, they're like <laughs> this is what you got. <laughs> Check in, come back. They just spinning it. Spinning it. Just has pictures, right? Just has pictures of like. Somebody being like, oh, my head, or some shit like that. So yeah. when they made you cough, did you have to remove your pants? Or? <laughs> um, I think Wait, so. Wait, first of all, why was that part of the process when you went to the dentist? Um, That's pretty weird. <laughs> he said we had to do an oral exam. I was like, oh, I mean, I guess. Nice. <laughs> I need that uh, address. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess my teeth oral, I guess, no. sure. Jeez. No, but the thing is, I think that it's crazy that you have your loved ones being cared for Someone that has no idea what's wrong with them. No experience whatsoever. And then all they're worried about is how they're going to cash all that money. Yeah. And how they're going to get that BBL and walk around like Donkey Kong. <laughs> walk around it like just, Donkey it Kong. It just kills me. It kills me. <laughs> Damn it, I can't. But, well, I mean, but, if they're short, it's Diddy Kong, but I mean. Well, that too. I mean, <clears throat> it could be. <laughs> you know, then you got Goldman, so. It, it adds up. Donkey yeah, Kong yeah. and Gomez. So we're good. <laughs> but imagine, like, because there has to be some people that actually thought their degree was legit. So imagine, no. like, I really okay, don't think okay, so. Okay, so think, no, think about no, this. No, no. If, if, there if I put it, okay, you cleared that up. <laughs> He's like, so, never mind. I'm not going to argue with this shit anymore. <laughs> so imagine this you, you're going to high school or college, yeah. and someone says, hey, I'll give you all the answers to your test. You just got to pay me this much, and you'll get a degree mm-hmm. and a diploma. You're not going to think twice about it. You're not going to care. You got that diploma and say, hey, I want this job. You get paid a certain amount of money. You don't care where it came from or how it got there. How do you disconnected? It's true. Anyways, uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with him, but. I have a short of mine. It's headphone. true. I would. I would do it. I mean, I think about it. But you also think about it. That person in that position is like, wait a minute. They're giving this much money away. Because basically that's what they're doing. Yeah. So they're trusting people with someone's life. Saying, we're going <laughs> to give you this much. But you have to have this degree. You go and find it. You find the golden egg or the golden ticket like Willy Wonka. And then you're in charge of 100 elderly people. Oh, no. That's fucking scary, though. It is. But you like that check. You get, you kind of get like. I don't know if I would do it if it had to do with people's lives like that. But that's what they were doing. But that's what they were doing it because they were calling for that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know during the pandemic they had like veterinarians and and fucking like foot doctors you know treating people correct during covid and it was like it was oh, yes they, they were in there but it wasn't their specific profession. field you're right yeah a lot of times also it was just the, the lack of that's yeah. why they were so in a hurry to get people come on let's go let's do this yeah <laughs> i'm just saying though but imagine like even like with your job, like you work in and then one day they come in and be like, oh, yeah, that school you pretended to go to, it's fake. Your degree don't count. You're not qualified no more. No, but I mean, the, the thing is, those people know what position they were in before. Mm-hmm. So they knew they were doing wrong. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. So the, a lot of they've been discrediting people in Pennsylvania, in New York, Florida, Texas, yeah. and a couple other states. But they knew. I mean, they knew the jig was going to come up sooner or later. That's true. Okay, my audio is back in my headphones now. Oh, very good. Um, Oh, yeah. This episode is also sponsored by Texas Bearded Cartel. Shout out, Steve. Woo! Nice. He was supposed to be here. He was supposed to be here, but he had obligations with his son because he was busy yesterday at the Star Lord thing (laughs) festival. Car Lord thing. I don't remember what it is, but I didn't go. So I was basically in my room. But um, we wow. will have them on soon. If it's not next week, it'll probably be the week after that. It took that. you all day yesterday to clean your room and you're still not done. Hey, 
There's a lot of stuff. There's only one room. What the fuck? There's a lot of stuff. How big is your room? <clears throat> Not even. It's smaller than this shit. Yeah. Okay, we got to talk to you. But I had to move stuff, and then I was, <laughs> we uh, we vacuumed with the carpet yeah. cleaner. G's a hoarder is what we found out. That's what we just, <laughs> wow. that's what you saw say, G the hoarder. I'm half hoarder. My mom was the other half, because when I moved in, it was already half hoarded. So I just, uh. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I've learned that if you just bully someone about something, they'll change it. So you just got to bully G and just call him a hoarder. He is a hoarder. Okay, there we I go. Perfect. Confirm, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll make fun of G of being a hoarder and then it'll all solve itself. <laughs> I'm hoarder sure. and I'm proud. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Next one is George Lopez on supporting young comedians. I have a lot to say about this. I'll just tell you. So does he. Look at him. He's already drinking his fucking. What do you have? Adult beverage. I think we should go protest outside his concert when he comes. Okay, anyways, the fucking audacity. Um, so, George Lopez was recently on the OMG High podcast with uh, comedian Steve Tremino, right? Where they talked about um, a young comedian. His name is Ralph uh, Barbosa, right? And so, <clears throat> Steve Tremino was talking about his achievements and what Ralph uh, has done. And basically, George Lopez um, was like, never heard of him. I don't know who he is. He was just asking everybody in the room, like, oh, do you know who he is? Like, why why the fuck are you bringing him up? And he's just being kind of rude about it. And Steve says, you know, he let him talk, but he was like, well, you you also want to look out for, um, for others or you know, these young comedians coming up. And there was, uh, after that, George Lopez replies with, I don't think that's the right thing. And there's this other third person, which I don't even know who the fuck this is, uh, this third guy. And he's like, <clears throat> you, he agreed with George Lopez. And he said, you made that path and you have to secure that path. You're not helping him if you're making that path easier for him. He has to make his own path. He's got to make it right. I don't want to make him suffer, but you're not doing anything by doing this. So that's what he says. And first of all, that is a fucking problem with the fucking raza, okay? All you older fucking raza that always puts these young people down over shit that they want to do, these people that look up to you as a person, as a comedian, as, you know, we looked up to them, and then for them to be like, nah, fuck you. Get your own fucking path. No, fuck you. That's the problem. Our own fucking raza is the problem. We put each other down. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, it, it, it's something that's in our culture, unfortunately. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big, big George Lopez hater. Uh, <laughs> I, I really am. I, I, I wish I could see him in person. I'll tell him in his face. Um, that's how strongly I disapprove of his actions and, and his beliefs. And he actually brags about it. He likes it. He oh, likes yes. it. He thinks he's Tony Montana. Say hello to the bad guy. But he's actually a shit stain, if you ask me. Screw that last time. Um, but, uh, you know, I've had other people say that he's a crab. Or a lot of uh, people in our own community or, or, or culture, they, they call us crabs because crabs either help each other. They'll link up and help each other. Or they'll drag you back down. And that's yeah. what's happening by doing that. I mean, all it took for him to say was like, hey, you know what? Keep up the good work. You know, it's a shite, uh, bright, shiny future for you, this young man. Wish you nothing but the best. But he took the normal route. And he's not the first one that he's done this to. He's done really? this to uh, several comedians in the Valley. Uh, Raymond Orta, Mario Salazar. Yeah. He's he's headlined down there. When George was like the biggest thing since sliced bread, he refused to have Raymond or other comedians open for him because he feels threatened. He wants to, to shine on him at all times. And he thinks that, hey, if you're not as good as me, I don't want you. And if you're better than me, I definitely don't want you. And it happens with music. It happens with food. It happens in everything in general. Instead of helping one another, it's always bringing each other down. And that's a sad, sad uh, indictment of our culture and our society. And it, it doesn't even have to be older with younger. It's, it could be people of the same age. And they just, they're jealous. There's always envy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think we have a hard time progressing in a lot of things. There's other cultures that help one another, build each other up. Mm. They might not like you, but they they respect the hustle, and it goes from there. But, yeah, fuck George Lopez. I just want to add that again for the record. (laughs) (coughs) 
So, vent time. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I agree with Hector. Fuck George Lopez. Um, he just... This was way before this. For me, it was when he turned around and said, fuck San Antonio when he went to Seattle. Mm. Right after doing the San Antonio show that I was at. Uh, I don't care what you want to use as the excuse that all oh, well, the... Stop burping. Um, that he was like, oh, well, the crowd was hot. And, like, it it got the cheer of the crowd. Like, you don't need to do that. Like, there's another way that you could have gotten the crowd to cheer for you. Could have been, like, Seattle's the best or whatever. Like, you don't have to be like, fuck San Antonio. And I think it was because he accidentally said San Antonio. I think he's like, oh, tonight here in San Antonio. And they booed. So he was like, fuck San Antonio and got the cheer. But fuck him because we're the ones putting his money in his pockets. Texas is, like, one of his biggest cities or states that he hits that gets money no matter what. It's like, true. But the thing with that guy, he's always making excuses. He'll, he mm-hmm. he knows he did wrong, and he'll like, oh, no, no, no. What I meant was, or what happened was, no, motherfucker, you talk mm-hmm. shit. And then, like everybody said, when he divorced his wife after she donated her kidney for him, like, that just shows you he was a piece of shit. And he didn't help, he didn't help his cause fucking all them whores. Yeah. And she hey. caught him. Yeah. So, um, I've been back and forth watching this and watching the new show, and obviously the new show sucks compared to the original George Lopez show that came out. I honestly say the highlight of the show is the little boy, Bryce, from uh, TikTok. He has a show? Yeah, he has another show now on NBC. And he has the the little boy from the one that his dad just passed away, the Iki Boys. Oh, from Houston or something like that. Yeah, so the little boy is George Lopez's grandson in the show. Mm. And my dad likes watching it because of that. I just watch it because of that, too. Like, if it wasn't in it, I really wouldn't be watching it. Like, I don't like the show. But, um... Like, it's just, like, watching that and then to follow up on the interview, which is one thing I didn't think about. And when I bring it up, you'll probably think about it, too. How you said earlier, like, we look up to him. So when they were talking to Ralph on, I forget his name, it's some other comedian that had him on. Uh And he's like, well, here's the thing. He's like, everybody thinks I look up to him. He's like, I don't fucking look up to him because when I was born, he's like, the show was already on. Like, he's like, but. I think he's like 22, 23, something like that. Yeah. He's like, for me, like the George Lopez steam and era and the stand-ups, you know, that was over by the time I was born. He's like, so I don't look up to him because he didn't do anything while I was alive. Like he's like, he hasn't done anything. He's done movies, but he hasn't made anything big or done anything more than just piss off people. He's like, so that's my thing that like, when people are like, oh, George said that. He's like, but why do I care? I don't look up to him. I don't care what he says. Yeah. He's like, it's just uh, like, y'all want to throw it on there. But on the flip side of that, that's like, like Hector saying all the different comedians, even Fluffy's one of them. Like Fluffy, that's why Fluffy makes one of them, but they've never, ever really met or talked Collab, yeah. because George doesn't want Fluffy in the scene. And that's Fluffy's been there since he was a teenager and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's there, like it's seen there and it sucks because, yeah, like you don't have to give every up and coming Latino, you know, the keys to the castle. And like, this is it. I co-signed you. You're done. <clears throat> but, you know. You got fucked over, like, tell them, hey, like, I got fucked over like this. Like, don't mm-hmm. let the promoters do that. And my biggest thing about it is, you know, he's part of the Latin Kings of comedy. So you can't tell me that the other motherfuckers on that set didn't help him and give him game and tools and yeah. knowledge. So I'm like, I know they helped you at some point in some way. So why can't you do the same? I'm not saying that he needs to take them under his wing and be like, this is my protege. No, and this well, is my no. thing. And take- no, I'm not expecting that. I mean, you really think about it. A lot of comedians, there's not a lot that do that, but they give you props. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, and you're, I'm, I'm aging myself when I talk about Latino com- uh, comedy geniuses, Freddie Prince. Damn. You know, I'm Freddie Prince. No, no, really. <laughs> if you're talking about 70s, I wasn't even a thought yet. <laughs> Freddie Prince was one of the up and coming Latino. You know, he, he was Puerto Rican, good guy, funny guy. And then you have Paul Rodriguez. But that guy, Paul Rodriguez, has been in the game forever. And mm-hmm. he's kind of like the godfather of Latino comics. He's the helped godfather. out a lot of, yeah, the godfather, El Padrino. <laughs> um, so he's helped a lot of comics along the way. He even helped George Lopez at the the, the, the Ice House down in California <clears throat> before George Lopez did all the, why are you lying, all those other stupid-ass catch remarks. Yeah. But George Lopez came across as a, as a coconut. Mm-hmm. As a, oh, I don't do Spanish. I, 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 I don't want to use it because I'm already dark-skinned. They know I'm Mexican. And that's that there's a there's a clip that they someone put out the other day where it's him like when he first started and he has like his white words. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, before he lost his Mexican accent or gained his Mexican accent. Exactly. Well, he didn't have an identity yet, mm-hmm. and he knew where to get the money. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. You you can have a straight arrow guy, and then come the next day, he has sleeve tattoos, a fade. You know, dark sunglasses. Like, oh, I'm I'm part of the street. No, you're part of Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you're that's what you're part of. Oscar the Grouch. Yes, but please. If, but if you haven't seen Ralph, go check him out. I haven't, and I honestly never heard of him before all of this. And I was listening to stuff. His stuff's pretty fucking funny. I'm not gonna lie. I oh, he's like, he's great. He's, yeah. he's hilarious. Ralph, if you're ever in San Antonio, look us up. We'd love to have you on the show. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just I a shout out for Ralph Barbosa. Yes. 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 Um, shout out. And then, um, but I mean, this goes in general, like we were saying. Um, I'm going to try to intertwine this so we can have more conversation on yes. this. So, of course. Um, for those who follow TikTok and stuff here in town, um, you may have heard of Chancla Academy. And um, he does like, he started with comedian skits. Now he's working his way to food reviews, a little bit of both. He has a Chancla Music Festival coming out. I think in April, yes. Dom had him on Thursday. Check that episode out. Find out. Um, but today, well, he's been talking about how he's going to start his own like streaming service to help promote different stories and like local stuff here in town. And pretty much he's starting to get pushback now from like other people that like, oh, you're doing too much and all this. And I don't even take the rest of this because you know more about it. <laughs> well, I think it kind of sounds like what we're, we're talking yeah. about. With, with yeah. like, oh, no, no. You can't do that because I'm doing that. It's- it's intertwined because he came out with a video today about how somebody, one of um, influencers, um, told him. Uh, so this all started with the sellout. So he has uh, days where he um, takes a local business and he basically tells people like, hey, come out and support and sell it out. Um, I don't know what specifically it's called, but it's something sellout. And so there was an event that happened this past weekend with, um, I think it's called Oscar's store or something like that. And, um, I guess an influencer DM'd him and told him, uh, and I'm just summarizing that he like, basically he was like the person, I don't know if it was a he or she, sorry, was like, Oh, sick invite, you know, but you know, you do, you do you, this is your thing. So you, you do whatever, but it'd be nice like to have an invite. And so that's when he, Chunkle Academy replied in a video and was basically like, why do I have to personally invite you? You know what I mean? I posted this video so that everybody can come out, influencers and everybody included to come out and support this local business. But if it doesn't benefit the influencers, they're not going to go. So they're not really supporting and they're not really caring. It's only, it, they only care if they benefit if it benefits them. And so I commented on that video and I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm like, what if, what a joke? Like this is, this person is a fucking joke. They're entitled. That's why I hardly do not talk to most of them because I'm going to be honest. A lot of them are like that. If it doesn't benefit them, if it's not their idea, if it doesn't come out of their fucking mouth, they're not going to support it. And you guys, you have no idea how many instances we've had, how many conversations we've had, how much shit has happened behind closed doors that you guys do not know about that has happened. And I'm glad that he's speaking out finally. I'm glad somebody else sees this shit and somebody else is speaking out because y'all don't know how this shit is going on around behind closed doors. And all I want to say is even though San Antonio never snows, apparently in the influence for world, everybody rides the slopes. There you go. So we'll leave it at that. But. Feel good. Feel good. Wow. <laughs> I am flabbergasted. <laughs> I feel bamboozled. <laughs> Shut the hell up. But <laughs> it, it, it's kind of true. It, it, it's kind of true. And yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've experienced it firsthand. And I'm not anywhere near an influencer. I don't even know how to spell influencer. <laughs> I just think it's like. <laughs> and it kind of just shows you who's really genuine. Because the people, like, we follow people and we follow a lot of people. So sometimes a lot of stuff does get through the cracks. But, like, when you really, like, oh, like, if we really want to do something, we literally can just open up our Instagram and just scroll until we find somebody's event. We may not like the event and that's why we choose not to go. But, like, it's always there if you do the effort. So, like, a lot of these are, like, I'm not invited or I wasn't this. It's like, okay, well, then obviously you're not really paying attention or caring because you're not even looking at your own feed to build your own content. Which I'll never forget. We went to uh, influencers party or something, and they had other influencers, and we went. 
we went because we were nice. And they were like, anybody got any tips on how to save money and be an influencer? Wow. Like, and so, like, some people were like, oh, well, we only eat out on the weekends. And, like, the rest of the week we eat at home. And, like, we both look at each other like, y'all pay? <laughs> like, we're like, y'all pay? Like, But I can tell you this. I bet you there wasn't a shortage of uh, snow. Oh, but that one, I don't know. That one was out in public. That one I can't say. Yeah. But I have had other ones where there's just buffet, buffets of snow. It's, it's, yeah. I want to go snow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, we just kind of look at each other and we're just like, or people are like, oh, well, you know, just make sure that you always ask them, like, up front, like, let them know, like, you're here, like, what can you get? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. why? Like, you should, if, if that's the reason why you're going, then that's, like, not the reason why you should be in this. Like, for us, when it comes, like, I'll give a little behind the scenes on how we film. Like, we do reach out to food trucks if they don't reach out to us. And our words are always, we will showcase whatever you want. As in, we're not asking for everything on the menu. And that's up to the interpretation of the owner. Sometimes we've gone and they're like, here's my hamburger and that's it. Okay. Sometimes we go and they're like, okay, we're going to make you one of everything. Like it's up to them because at the end of the day, it's the publicity for them. Because most of the time we're the bigger page out of the two working. And it's just, you know, for us, we want to help promote and we truly care about promoting that we're not trying to look into this money. Because at the end of the day, what they're cooking you is still costing money. Correct. Like that's especially when it's somewhere that it's. $13, $14 $13, $14 a dish, like they're giving you three or four dishes, like that's already almost 90, 80 bucks out of your their pocket that they're losing. I know it's accounted for with their budget and like it's in the food they already pay for, but at the end of the day, yeah. that's an extra 90 bucks that they're losing. Yeah. So like I'm not gonna sit there and then turn around and be like, give me another $150 so I can put it on my page on top of the food. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of these people are just like, oh, okay. Like, and that's what they see. We're like, oh, well, we're paying, so give me something. Like, that's not how it works. Like, and that's where we leave it up to interpretation because it doesn't it, – I'm not going to sit there and beg for everything. We've gone with another influencer where she literally went – we went to a ramen place and they were like, so what are we going to get for doing this video? And I'm like, first of all, it's my video. So now you're making us look bad when we put out the video because you're our guest. Yeah. And thankfully the people were okay and they were like, oh, well, we'll give you – some free egg rolls. egg rolls, some egg rolls, which is the it's equivalent. Which is for the win. Which is the equivalent. Which is the equivalent of going to a Mexican restaurant and they'd be like, "Okay, we'll give you some chips and salsa." Yeah. This is the call that de los cinco appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> so like it was like it's a it was a thing that I was like, okay, so like that's kind of why we got away from the collabs as well. Um, not that everybody we've collabed with has been that way. Um, like Roy Roy's always been good about just jumping in with us and going with the flow. Um, just sometimes we get a little too uh, miscommunication on the idea or the direction. But um, I was just watching the old uh, Roberts video that we did the other day that we had oh, the guests really? on. Yeah, I was on that this morning. Um, shout out to Roy, who's going to get married. Congratulations. Congratulations, Roy. Wow. Thank you for watching. To Rihanna. I don't, I don't keep up with anybody, so mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is happening with anybody. You're too busy slinging me. I'm mm-hmm. too busy slanging that me, getting that money. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, and I guess that's and I, I'm, Hi. sorry, and I'm uh, kind of guilty of it too. Like there's certain times where like up and comers come up, and I'm just like, fuck them. But at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, like this is such a big market, especially when it comes to the food game that like. It is. There's a whole slice of pie for everybody. Why y'all hating? Yeah, Why y'all like hating? especially the especially the old heads because like y'all already have it on lock. Like dead ass. I'm not gonna say names, but pretty much if you're over thirteen thousand followers on Instagram, like you got it on lock. Like, and I know there's a couple that literally just like chill and don't do anything anymore, and they just get still get deals and they get paid. Um, so oh. it's just like like they're good, but there's still some that are still like coming after little guys. <clears throat> We've had one that come after us. Over and over and over again. And because of the world we work in, we tend to have to work with them again and again. But. Guinness. I can't say. I know. No names, but you know. If you know, you know. No, and you know. No names, but it comes in flour and corn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But. I mean, it is what it is. But I just feel like it's going to be an a, a ongoing problem. It's just the way we are. Unfortunately, and we talked about that with the culture. Yes. I mean, 
the thing is, I can attest personally, I've known you guys for a good while, and y'all have been 100 since day one. And that's another reason why I said, you know what, I, I, I'm thankful and I'm honored and I'm blessed to be here with you guys today. But y'all have been the same, never once questioned anything, never once asked for anything or begged for anything. Y'all just kept it real. And, you know, we have that working relationship. Uh, you supported me when I had a food truck, supported me where my brother worked at, at the restaurant in Divine. Um, my cocktails. My 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 personal shrimp cocktails, King Salami, <laughs> shrimp cocktails, King Salami, Salami, Salama Ding Dong. Yeah, well, just watch Cheech and Chong, and you'll understand why I got that nickname. Um, but anyway, I digress. Are you doing anything? Side note on King Salami. I've been so busy with work and blessed. Thank you, thank you so much with work. H uh, E B keeps opening stores, so I have to go and help open those stores yeah. with the product that we represent. Um, I'm doing catering on the side still, but I've been talking about doing that again. Mm -hmm. uh, so be looking out for King Salami uh, cocktails coming up pretty soon. Putting, I'll bring some for the show. Putting those cocktails you in your mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Putting those scramps. Mm -hmm. Which we'll get into later because I'm going to end up making it a full episode. But I feel like that's also when it comes to the Hano music, why it's quote dying as well is because of that kind of the same similar effect. Which I'm, I'm planning on working on a whole panel with that. Um, I haven't reached out to the people yet, but I'm gonna try to bring like a successful mate, the Hano legend that enjoys the success that they've gotten. Bring in a promoter that's been around back then and now to see how that's changed. Um, bring in an up and coming artist. I still don't know which one. I have a couple in mind. As long as it's um, not my ex wife, we're good. Okay, we'll make sure. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Call her up. No, and then <laughs> and then I want to bring. Uh, I'll be the referee. Then I'm looking we to bring the in. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm looking to bring in a historian and then a Tejano enthusiast close to our age to kind of cover everything in general. So you yeah. have the older generation, the younger generation, the fan per se, and one that me that's like, eh, it's okay, but I'm not gonna go die hard Tejano. So we kind of get that all. So I'm hoping to get that here before this season is over. But Are you um, a diehard Tejano? I love all kinds of music. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the new rap game. I have no idea who half of the people are because they all sound the same to me. You're talking about Little Whiskey and Little Xanax. Someone and little... told me about Future, and I was like, I have no idea who that is. But Future's kind of old, though. <laughs> exactly, but he's uh But then I put stuff you... that they're like, "That's what my dad listens to." I'm like, "But it's the it's the shit." But future's good if you're toxic. Okay, so he made then... he made a song about fucking Scotty Pippen's wife. Oh lord! And he talks about that he fucked her with some Gucci flip flops on. Does he hang out with George Lopez? I'm just saying. No. <laughs> okay, but he has like ten kids, nine kids from like six different. I baby thought mamas. that was that kid uh, from uh, what's the name Nick Cannon? Oh. That dude. Oh, that dude. has no pull out game. Literally, no. he's fucking like, I'm gonna stop having kids when God tells me to stop having kids. I'm like, bitch, we need to do that now. Like, yeah, he's more What are you talking about? Another side note, Josie, when the fuck did y'all get seasonings? What the fuck is that? Uh, yeah, Pub Sports Radio has seasoning, pub rubs, uh, and are those open? I don't know if they're open. I don't think so. There's well, some beside you right now, G, actually, as well. Wait, what? Where? Uh, oh, over there. Over there. there beside you. Get yeah, you down. can get them on the Pub Sports Radio website right now. www.pubsportsradio.com. Great website. How much Good are ones. they? Uh, Free 99 for me. No, oh, no. <laughs> Double for you, actually. Shout out. I'm not the only one who thought about it. Wait, wait, I'll just say, I was yeah. Like, no, don't fucking do Rona, bro. Come on. Let's see. So salt this is vinegar. this is the all-purpose. Oh, salt pepper. Vinegar. We got another taste test in here instead of these fucking sour candies. You can get you can get two of them for sixteen ninety nine, and then one each, or each one's only nine ninety nine. So get both. Shout out to Leon. He said you got a big one. G got a big one. What, what? the fuck? I don't know. I'm just reading the comments. We were talking about Leon, the music. Shut the fuck. When up, you put that bro. with a French fry, it kind of tastes like beef jerky. Interesting wow. taste. Anyway, what's the other one? The other one is barbecue rub. Barbecue and all pur this is season. You're trying to cheat out seasonal. Come on now. No, that's all purpose. Seasonal is seasonal. <laughs> Completely different. Yes, that makes a lot what, of sense now. Yeah. See, this what is, is what is no, the difference? See, what is no, the okay, difference look, between look, seasonal season and all purpose? Look, Come seasonal. On. Okay, what? you can season it on everything. That you can use it for everything. You need lube, all purpose. 
You need to clean your windows. <laughs> all purpose. This is not going on my king salami. You need, I'll a, you that you right need to go now. to sleep. All purpose. Rub it. What What is he saying? I do got bodies. Oh God, yes she does. The bodies on the floor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout out to Steve. Steve I want to know in. why G keeps licking his finger and sticking it in the. In the I'm, I, I got distracted. I got distracted. You got to pay for that shit now. Yeah, Josie, don't, put don't. that credit on him. Yeah. Put that 999 on hey, him because. Hey, jokes, jokes on you. When I negotiated the contract with Jeff, I can just touch whatever I want. <laughs> what? Okay, nice. he's watching. Jeff, do you see this shit? Do you. I'm glad I caught it, first of all. You run him out. Uh, I'm gonna just going to establish this now uh, for future podcasts. There's going to be no more food on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, G's ASMR has been uh, a treat. <laughs> no food. And, Thanks and, a lot, dude. And it hasn't even oh, been okay. crunchy either. Wow. No, it's been moist. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice and moist. God, so man. real quick, uh, on Tejano, yeah, I'm a big... I I, I still listen mm-hmm. to Tejano. Yeah. It, it's part of barbecue music to me. It reminds me of growing up. Um, But you're talking about 30 years ago. And they're still playing the same thing. It kind of like Kono back in the day, the oldie station. Mm. <laughs> there's so many new artists. There's so many. I mean, even the older artists are coming up with new music, but it's just they dominate. And 40 songs from the past and the same old artist and one song from a new up and coming and then 40, 50 old. So they're not getting a fair share. Mm. On top of that, a lot of the fans, they're old. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> They're not they're not hip to streaming and Spotify and all that. They're used to like their radio knob and I don't know that stuff. And when I play stuff off of my Spotify list, they're like, how did you record it? Sir, I got with the times, but not everybody is tech savvy. I, I, I for one, I'll be the first to admit I'm not, but I like stuff that I can get by with. Yeah. But the Hummer music, I listen to the Hummer music. I'm a big Moss fan. Mm-hmm. Um, David Lee fan, shout out to David Lee, Poti Posse. And that's um, where, and that's where, like, I think it's just in general because I know my parents are a big example. I was of gonna it. say, I love his parents, but like, <laughs> it's a big example of it that, like, and it's the artist as well, which that's why I wanted to bring the promoter in part of the conversation because my parents, if it's like more than 10 bucks, they're not gonna go like it. And then it, it's not, and it makes sense when the same artist is playing for free somewhere else. And it's like, well, I can go see them for free next week outside, or I pay 50 bucks to go see them. Yeah, no, I'll just wait. Right. And interject real quick, because I, I kind of know how that side of the business works, uh, being around the music and knowing people and promoters. Mm-hmm. So the way it works is their contract is going to be either they get paid the gate, which is the door, mm-hmm. or they get paid in other, in other ways. Yeah. So either we'll pay you a flat fee or we'll pay you whatever you're going to pull in the gate. So back mm-hmm. in the heyday, they're like, we'll mm-hmm. take the gate. Yeah. No, like, oh no, we we'll pay you flat, then we won't play. Mm-hmm. So church festivals, it's like a donation. Yeah. They still pay them, just not as much. Mm-hmm. But they'll tell the church, hey, we have a big following, you're gonna have a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of negotiate that. And then mm-hmm. there's there's some that just say we don't want anything, we just want to help the church. We want we, we mm-hmm. come to the church, we'll do it like that. I know uh Emilio and Raulito Navaida, they were real big with mm-hmm. Saint uh Saint Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um and local churches, I know Desperados were real big with that. Uh, Los Aguilares with St. Mm-hmm. Bonaventure. So it just depends. A lot of times you're not paying for the artist. You're paying for the, the actual place that houses mm-hmm. the entertainment. So yeah, you're playing right. for the hall or the salon or the ballroom because mm-hmm. they got they got all their costs, cleaning, selling, all that. Mm-hmm. Or what they would also do is uh, negotiate. We'll get all the beer sales. Okay. Because you know what else likes to drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I do. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. And that's why I feel like that's where it starts because I'm like, I guess the people my age don't know that. Like when they're starting their music, they're like, "Well, whatever." Like they want to charge, and then their people are like, "Oh, well, I'm not gonna pay that to see somebody I don't know." Yeah. Like it's kind of both sides because you know, obviously, the up and comers need to work their way and pay. You know, the quinceanera for five dollars and nobody's heard of them and like work their way through. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the ones that are right in the middle, like they're not getting the fair share because of the fact that they're like, "Oh, well, I'm worth something. I deserve to like make some money off this." And then people are like, "Oh, that's too much. Twenty bucks now. Never mind." Like, so that's where it's just kind of like it's a mutual thing. So I kind of feel mm-hmm. like it, but which I guess it kind of goes back to what you're saying. Like, they're not the older people aren't used to the new technology. And that could be why, too, where they're like, oh, well, I don't want to listen to the guy unless they go to, you know, the flea market and they happen to play and they're like, oh, these guys are good. Like, that's the way my dad was recently. He's now in love with uh, 
It's a country guy, Fox something. He plays the violin. And, like, he does Tahano and he does thing. But it wasn't until he actually went to the show that he, like, knows who he is. And now he goes and sees him all the time. Yeah. When it was, like, he had his music's been out for, like, four or five years. But he's never, like, looked into it or bothered into it. So I guess I kind of see what that is. But that's why I just kind of feel like it's the same thing that, like, Tarasa doesn't help each other. Unless, unless it's some random stereotypical Mexican song about hot Cheetos or driving your truck. And all of a sudden now everybody's. Well, I mean, think about it. I, I mean, mean, I like both. Hot Cheetos and driving my truck. What the fuck is Don't leave out Takis, because Takis is... Takis with cheese? Yes. Oh. Yes, but you but know... As far as, like, think about it. People complain about paying that for Tejano, but yet they'll pay $100 for Grupo Firme. Exactly. Or Duelo and them tonight at Cowboys. Dude! I was like, what? fucking tape? Okay, so I want to go see Duelo. I've been wanting to go see Duelo for the longest fucking time. I love the tickets. Yeah, it's literally me dolio, because... The fucking a table, a table of four was seven hundred dollars, y'all. Seven hundred dollars. Were these motherfuckers gonna come and serenade me on my table? Were they gonna give me a strip tease? Like, what the fuck was happening that it uh, was gonna cost seven hundred dollars? Are they like sixty? No, the the band playing uh, before them is Conjunto Primavera, who are really good. They're older, but they have some great hits. They strip tease. Not enough for seven hundred dollars. They throw kielbasa on stage. Look, I don't care. I don't care if that was it. That would be better. I pay seven hundred dollars for them to serenade no, me you and throw. No, no, I wouldn't. But anyways, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Really, seven hundred dollars. Fucking. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like for example, last night the theater. This is the theater of the North thing. They were in Laredo. I was there. Mm-hmm. The these Tigers guys, of the North. For these those that guys don't know. were playing at the rodeo later. They were playing at Sames Arena mm-hmm. at seven. And I'm like, okay. First of all, these guys are mummies. They don't even sing their songs anymore. <laughs> How are they going to do a double header? You know what I mean? So by the time yeah. they get to the rodeo, they're like, uh, thank you, good night. <laughs> but y'all, y'all paid $60. Thank you, good night. $60 is better than fucking 700 Cowboys but, is just trying to get their money back from all the bankruptcies that they're, that they're, you know, that they're in or whatever. What? Is I'll it or is it not true? I have no idea. I can't comment on that. Yeah. Well, you know, if they weren't kicking out innocent 20-year-olds who were just trying to drink and give them their money. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> they'd be they'd be a little bit more in business, or that might be why they got the why they went bankrupt because they got all the fines. But anyway, here yeah, nor there. Get your shit together. Here nor there. I used to wipe my M's off, and um, yeah, yeah. So all right. let's let's jump into the title of this episode of the podcast. Oh, wow. I never actually posted the flyer. I just realized that. Wow. Damn. Already slack. My bad. So this episode is actually called Two Ten Culture versus the City. And this topic here is exactly why. Wait, I need to read the comments. There's some comments on on there. Excuse me. There's some by Jeff. I just see his name, but I can't read it. I can't even see that far. Uh, I can't either. It says, I think it says $3.99 for me. Oh, $3.99. How about free 99 I like that better. <laughs> we got Mega. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Liga. K-pop is a bit. You know what? K-pop is pretty good. Oh, you're a K-pop specialist, Jesse. Yep, producer K-pop podcast every week. Uh, does a very good number. Shout to them. Yeah. Wow. K-pop stand. TXT coming to town awesome. soon. Yeah. I've. Uh, I'm an onion. Got layers. I'm more of a Japanese screamo kind of girl, but I mean, K-pop is pretty good too. I'm more of a pork belly type guy. <laughs> K-pop is that a station? A radio station? <laughs> Is that that? Is that that extra yeah. section you gotta pay nine ninety nine on Cornhub? <laughs> I know I've seen those letters before. <laughs> That's the noise something makes. We'll so, talk about nice. that. So filling in for our viewers since we gave them some time now, I'll say how's Helga doing? Oh <laughs> well, uh, Helga and I broke up. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't pay attention to your life. Yep, no, no, yeah, Helga and I broke up. So uh, great, I think she's doing great. So good one, G. There, wow, out of way. Thanks for making it awkward, bro. <laughs> That's what you say, K-pop at the end of that. <laughs> K-pop. That's all right. We'll get we'll get Jose a nice little Korean girl or boy. Ah, I'm all right. Wow. Oh, I'm both. oh, that's why he's he's a K-pop specialist. Okay, that makes uh, sense now. Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you well, you know what? We're gonna, you know what? You find us like a K-pop band that like is starting and we'll shoot a music video and we'll take you out there 
and it'll be like the episode yeah, of Dickie. Yeah, let's just all go to Korea to find the the K-pop band. No, you find them here, and then you message them, and then they fly Where? us out. Where I, are they at? I know some yeah. Koreanos in Houston. <laughs> Some Koreanos in Houston, Houston. Okay, yeah. They, make some, they have a Chinese-Mexican restaurant called Chingao. Uh, there you go. Josie, you need a salsa y cabrona, just like Steve said. That's well, Steve knows that I'm a, I'm a beta male and that uh, Southside cabrona. <laughs> oh, sorry. You say that yeah. again? No, I'm not saying it again for you. <laughs> uh, she would just, just have her way with me. Like, I'd be the simp there and she'd just probably beat me too. Yeah. Okay, I mean, girls. Duh. All you toxic guys listening to the podcast right now. Yeah, if you we guys have a need single a single guy ready for y'all. Yeah, if you need a, a simp, I'm right here, guys. <laughs> wow. He, and you, you'll know where he's at at least one hour out of the week. <laughs> or, or how many right shows here. do you do now? Four? Five? I do a lot, yeah. So Yeah, well, I mean, you'll know where he is half the time because he'll be on Pub Sports Radio. Whether he's door, producing right? or he's having a show. So yeah, he's to keep track of them too. But yeah, please don't talk to me though. I don't like talking to you. Okay, all right, all right. Moving on, moving on. Uh, so our last topic is you got to speed it up is a Pixian sold to developer as part of Broadway land deal. Uh, so the Pixian, which is considered to be America's first dine-in restaurant chain has been sold to gray street partners. Um, the price has not been revealed. Uh, the Pixian here in San Antonio is the only restaurant left from the chain. The owner, Mary Ann Hill told SA current that her health condition and the aging of the building played a role in the decision, but she said to not count the restaurant out just yet. The developer gave her the option of continuing to lease, but she plans on consulting with an attorney before making a final decision. So that's just one of them. At least she has an option. At least she has an option. Option? Option. Options. Option. Option. <laughs> option. Option para los español. Optimus. Um, <laughs> Optimus tax return. Optimus Prime. Optimus <laughs> Prime. But check this shit out. So... There's another business under similar but way different circumstances is Moses Rose's hideout. Uh, so the city council in January voted nine to two to force the sale of uh, this downtown bar to make room for a $150 million Alamo Visitor Center and Museum. So Vince Cantu, who's the owner of Moses Roses, said that he had held out to sell the business uh, because he wanted $17 million. And basically, the city council was like, fuck you, we're giving you $3.5 million and get the fuck out. What kind of bullshit is that, first of all? Well, they can get away with it. Well, last I heard, yes. they're still working on the price, apparently. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. So that was the last offer they've given them, and they're still trying to use that as the way out. Well, we're not forcing them out because we're still going to buy them. We're working on the price to make them happy, but... Yeah, pretty much. You're like, yeah, get the fuck out. No, yeah, they're forcing him out. I so mean, the last the last part I read, they actually lowered the amount. They had mm-hmm. an appraiser come in, a, a public appraiser, and they lowered the amount from the original uh, price sale, sale price. And he's denying it again. He's fighting it. But the word eminent domain is scary as hell. It is because basically the government will take your shit away and pay you whatever the fuck they want. It didn't even no. matter. They actually don't have to pay you shit. They don't have mm-hmm. to pay you shit. They could so just force you. So if out. you want to fight, it, it's it's a it's a double edged sword, oh. and, and and it sucks. Um, but there's a lot a lot of stuff to dig into this one. This is a really meaty meaty topic to talk about, and it's the fight's not over. Uh, I I need to read more about it, and mm-hmm. I would love to talk to Mister Kanti. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We would if you're watching this for for some reason we'd love to have you out to hear your side of the story or when we clip this and we'll tag moses roses and you see it yes by all means reach out to us come out because we love to hear your side of the story i think it's bullshit they should give him whatever money he wants the city does have the money to do so well they shouldn't even they should even have to kick him out to begin with i know they're doing it because they want to redo that whole right in front of the alamo yeah they want to put an invisible wall so you can see this is what the Alamo actually look like. Like that's what they want. They want a glass like barricade. It's gonna be kind of like a, a hologram where they're gonna you're gonna mm-hmm. see they do that with concerts and all that now. So they're gonna have like a reenactment of the war or whatever the battle mm-hmm. that happened there. And it's gonna be like a virtual reality interactive mm-hmm. museum. Why can't they just add that to the fucking Alamo instead of because, because they, they want it in the their plans? Yes. And they want it the whole glass part was so that way you can see exactly physically how far like when the Alamo's really built you know how they had like the the wall around it to keep you out yeah. so they want you to see that so that's where they're building that glass wall 
So when you do all that, you can see like, okay, now you're inside the Alamo because that's where it would have been like the actual fort. The yeah. actual fort. So, I mean, so everything in front of it, where it's was it the Ripley's and all that, mm -hmm. like all that's already been bought out. Like they're like the, one of the last ones, if not the yeah. last one left. They yeah. didn't want to sell, so that's why they're pushing it because yeah. they need that to finish building what they want to so build. So I know one of the things that I read was that they offered his neighbor more money mm -hmm. for less, uh, less space, but they bought up the race card. Mm -hmm. They offered the Caucasian man more money than the Mexicano. Oh, hell no. So that's a whole nother conversation, no. whole nother story. But that's why, Mr. Cantu, we would love we would love to have you here. We really want to hear your story. Uh, we want to get it out there more than what it's at. Um, but yeah, it eminent domain is a scary, scary word. Right next to child support. <laughs> and your dad telling you PTSD. and your dad telling you he's gonna go get milk. Ooh. Your dad talked English. <laughs> oh, my dad stayed. He never went to go get milk. Good. Mine, mine, Aww. mine did it. Mine did, yeah. Mine did. Mine went and had. Mm. He spread his milk all over. <laughs> I mean, mine did too. Mine did too. He bought the milk, spilled it all over, and never came back. Shout out to my dad, Lalo. Way to keep it, keep it mm. real. OG. <laughs> I like to picture Donna's dad as the dad from uh, the Water Boy. <laughs> Where, he, where, where he's just like, where like she's reading the letters and at the end he's like, I found two loves, high city living and a voodoo woman named Phyllis. That's her dad. Clearly. With the Tennessee. Yes. And he I found a voodoo that. woman yeah. named Phyllis. Yeah. So you have I'm a sister? Sure. I do. You probably do. I, I have a younger sister. I have like three other brothers. It's a whole shit show. Yeah. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show for another episode. <laughs> But with this podcast, we will be bringing guests on to yes. talk about local stuff, but we also want to hit some hard-hitting topics. So if you have any topic ideas or suggestions, you know, comment them here, send them on our Instagram post, send them to Jose. He ain't going to read them, but you can send it to him. <laughs> um, and we'll try to talk about it or make a show dedicated to it if possible, and we'll try to bring in guests that can speak about it if we're not inclined or feel like doing the research for it. So... Um, this was episode one because we were starting over from scratch because I don't remember which one we stopped at. I think we were like at 189 or something. So we're just going to start over at one and work our way to 200 and put another sticker on the door because we're going to do that this year. But um, as those who saw our nice little trailer promos yesterday for me and today, Donna, um, we're wrestling fans. So AEW tonight. I'm so excited. So I'm going to be watching that. So nobody bug me from like seven to like 11. I am busy. You need to clean your room. Well, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do when I get out of here. I'm going to make sure it's all clean. Go and back and clean your if, you don't, room. if you don't clean your room, you can't watch. Yeah. That's what, you no, can't that's, watch that's the goal. I'm going to clean it here in the next four hours to get it ready to roll. So um, tune in. This is episode one and we'll see you guys next week. We may have Steve on. Steve, if you're still watching, if you're available. Steve, you put it. No, not next week. Next week, we're going to have a guest. But the following well, we week, never actually responded back to them, so they're oh, probably not crap. available. So I'm going to just tell them to come back the following Already week. Already fucking up. Okay. So, yeah, we'll do that. Um, and then probably April, we'll just catch up with people. We'll bring back some old guests just to see how they've been doing. Some oldies but goodies. Yeah, maybe. El Rey Fail. El Rey Fail. It is Fiesta. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe we'll do it for me. <laughs> maybe we'll do it in me. Maybe we'll do a... Uh, I'll come up with a fancy title for me. Kong. Yeah, April's fiesta, so we're just gonna party. But we may bring some tequila in. You know, I think it's it's I think it's time to bring our tequila boys back. Yeah, I'm a big supporter of their tequila, by the way. The oh, only yeah. tequila, oh, tequila I get tequila is so fucking good. I just yeah. finished a bottle Saint yesterday. Maya. Yeah, so so yeah. um so I I want them to uh, support me too because I support them. <laughs> oh yeah, so oh. oh yeah. Speaking about supporting them, okay. they also have a new shirt they came out this week. Um, it's actually pretty fire. So go check that out at the Saint Maya Tequila. Um, yeah, that shirt doesn't get me drunk. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could soak your tequila, your shirt into tequila, and then just lick it like you did right now with your finger. Yeah, Dang. no, I was thinking of tampons Licky and like butts. You did the rub. I, I was gonna say suck it, but <laughs> whoa, whoa, we're trying to be a, we're trying to be a. What's right before TV fourteen? We got two words for yeah. Okay, we're trying to be TV fourteen because we don't it. we don't want to be MA. Suck it. Whatever the hell the other rating is after that. We're trying to be TV no, 14. Trying to be triple X. We're trying to be TV 14. Yeah, you can't do that we're with Donna's mouth oh. in this podcast. 
With who on the podcast? Donna's mouth in this podcast, TV 14. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, TV 14 works. You You're can say shit absolutely fuck. fucking right. <laughs> you can say shit fucks and buttholes. That's how AEW does it. Uh, yeah. Huh. So Hector got to go do what his shirt is. What's on his shirt. So we're going to let him go. And we're going to go. Is that a fucking burrito? That's a deal. Yeah. I know. Do it's you want a burrito? Cut? Sure. That's not a burrito. It's a burrito. That's a fucking oh. block. It's a burrito that, with extra sour cream. That's a that's a torta to begin with. <laughs> with extra lettuce. Here, that good lettuce. Anyway, the good lettuce. The devil's lettuce. That that good lettuce that costs a lot. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> Donna does not smoke. I do not. No. She, she just eats it. She eats it. She eats it. She eats gummies. She eats candy. <laughs> Speaking All of candy, right. shout out Leon. Uh, we got we, we got okay. uh we got something coming up with that too later, but we'll bring him on and talk about that later. So that being said, we're gonna shut up now because I think it's already three three already one. yes. So episode one in the books. Thank you, Jose, for putting up with us again for another hour. He loves it. We appreciate it. He loves it. This has been the longest outro in the history of outros. So <laughs> I love. This. I know shut this started this started up, at, at two fifty, and it's like oh. all right. One more. We go around. It's so. like uh, Katie from Mean Girls at the end when she wins, and he's like, you don't have to give a speech. Most people just take the crown and get the fuck off. All right. My <laughs> name is Donna. Thank you very much. My name is G. My name is Steel Kerr Hector. <laughs> and this is the 210 Culture Podcast 2.0. And remember, 210 Culture, bringing Bring the, the best, best of 210, 210 Nation. Nation.